Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant shortly as the Miami Dolphins improve their record to 4-2 and two with a uh, fantastic comeback against the New York Jets, uh, scoring 17 unanswered points, uh, basically coming back from a 14-point deficit in the fourth quarter. Big story of the game, Jay Cutler gets hurt, has uh, what is now diagnosed as a few cracked ribs, uh, we'll get more into that as the show goes on, but uh, Matt Moore comes in and uh, a little bit uh, shaky in the uh, beginning drive with an interception, but then settles into what we know Matt Moore is and uh, has a brilliant performance, 17 unanswered points. Miami Dolphins win the game 31-28, to improving their record to 4-2, and placing themselves uh, a little separation now in the division. Buffalo Bills win, so they're 4-2 and as well. And then the New England Patriots uh, beating Atlanta last night, which we'll go into a little bit more, um, still uh, maintaining their dominance in the division in in first place. Uh, But this was a game which was huge for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, As we said last week, it's a game that you have uh, a division rival that you need to beat. You lost a few weeks ago up in New York when you played them. And uh, now to come back home, and be able to beat them in the fashion that they did is just huge. It's just absolutely huge. And uh, it's a performance that has a lot of different facets to it. Uh, we're going to break it all down. Uh, and, and, of course, we're going to you know get into what it means now with the, uh, the Jay Cutler injury. Uh, there's a couple different points to it. Uh, I think you can read a little bit into the Adam Gase press conference uh, where he says that uh, Jay Cutler is uh, most likely out for this Thursday's game against the Baltimore Ravens. I think it's clear that Jay Cutler is out, but I think you can take what he said uh, to mean that he's sticking to his guns and that if Jay Cutler was healthy, he would be the starting quarterback. I'm interested to get Rich's take on that. That's the way I read that. I also think that this uh, creates a good situation, if you want to call it that. I never want to call it good when a man is injured. But it, I think what this is going to do is it's going to give the Dolphins a few weeks without Jay Cutler and Matt Moore starting, and then we'll see where that goes. Uh, one side note to it, uh, when Cutler got hurt, the Miami Dolphins uh, fans stood up and a lot of them cheering, and I just think that's implorable. Uh, I I think it's disgusting, basically. I don't want to be associated with that kind of a fan base. I've had issues before um, with the way the Dolphin fans have have acted. Uh, That brings it back to me, to, uh, you know, the Philadelphia Eagle fans uh, cheering 
uh, you know, at certain injuries in, in, in the past. Uh, the you know the Eagle fans. Uh, um, you know, there's been a couple different occasions, and I and, and I don't think that that's what you really want to be associated with uh, as far as what you know Jay Cutler's performance on the field, whether you like it or not not the way you should be you know and um you know so that that's just my two cents on it but uh i'm sure there's uh another take to it not that uh rich is going to disagree with me on that i don't believe he is but uh without further ado i'm gonna uh bring rich into the show and we'll see uh just a reminder catch us on itunes uh you can uh, go there and uh just search pat catello show and subscribe to us, and you'll get our show right on your phone. Uh, each new episode will come up, and you can get past episodes as well. And uh, you can always uh, reach out to us, uh, shoot us questions, comments, whatever, at PatCatelloShow at Yahoo.com. And uh, so without further ado, uh, let me uh, welcome my sidekick, Rich, to the show. Rich, you know, uh, a huge win for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, obviously, like I said, a lot of, a lot of controversy there um, with the quarterback situation. I found it deplorable. I, you know, I would, would think that you probably feel the same way. Yeah, it's classless. You can't, you can't cheer when one of your players get hurt. You, you don't cheer when another player gets hurt on another team. I mean, it's no, it's inexcusable. You know, I understand that. You know, a lot of people, including us, thought Matt Moore should have been playing a long time ago. But you don't wish the other guy to get hurt. That's ridiculous. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. It's it's low class and it's not what you ever want to be associated with. Um, but uh, you know, put it, putting it that aside too. now, it wasn't it wasn't just like a you know that was a majority of the crowd that were cheering. It well, was listen, pretty pathetic. You started off the, the opening week against the Titans for their home opener, and the, and the crowd was basically in there just to cheer. Uh, you know, for uh, to, to basically boo Jay Cutler the second it got bad. You knew that that was their that was their mo for that game. They were just waiting for the first to, moment. They didn't have to wait too long though. <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't. He listen. He's he, he's had his problems on the field. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And you know, you can argue whether Matt Moore should have been the starter at the beginning of the year. I think what it comes down to is Matt Moore can't be the starter if you were going to go out and get Jay Cutler because you wouldn't have got him. You had to basically of get him out not. of bed and you know make this deal with him to come back. So I understand that you made the decision there. The bottom line is it didn't seem like it was working out great. You know, he hasn't been playing well. But as I said last week on the show and I stick to this is that as bad as they've played, I said they're 3 and 2, right? I mean, they they shouldn't be 3 and 2. There's a good chance they could have been 0 and 4, 0 and 5, whatever it was at that time, right? And then here you are. Now you're in a situation where you're 4 and 2. You know, and and so you have this winning record, and you're still in this whole thing uh, as bad as they've played. Now, Jay Cutler did bring them back against Atlanta. Uh, you know, it was it was a great comeback, and I thought that he was going to click and get it really into gear here. Didn't seem like that was happening, although he did have some glimmers of it. There's the question: if if he didn't get hurt. Are you going to be able to come back in that Jet game? I mean, you got to give him the benefit no. of the doubt. He came back in the Atlanta game, I, I though. Would, I, would, I would say no, though. I would, not, not that way that game was going. I don't see any possibility he was winning that game yesterday. But if I asked you that about the Atlanta Falcons game, you would have said the same thing. Yeah, I would have. But just look at the, what happened at the goal line when that call got when – when that touchdown got called back. 
Right? Say Cohen right. makes that same play, they call that back. You really think he's throwing another touchdown afterwards? There's no, no I don't. I, I think that there's a good chance that they wouldn't have won that game had Matt Moore not come in there and, and you know, established himself and was able to do it. But, you know, but I still have to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because he did it against arguably a better team the week before in their stadium. You know, now, you know, the one strange thing about it, and, and we've talked about it, is that here you are, you beat this team and the Atlanta Falcons, and you've pretty much destroyed this season for them. Uh, they they oh, lay yeah. an egg against New England, but of course it comes back and it's going to bite us, you know. Um, but you, once again, you, yeah, you, you, you know, the, the, the Atlanta Falcons are basically, um, the, the, they're a distraught team right now. Um, so I don't know. I think that if, uh, if you want to get a barometer of that, the Dolphins didn't play a distraught team. They may not have been on all cylinders, but you know, they kind of contributed to putting them away. And now here you are with a, you know, a situation where New England, if you want to take anything out of the week and there's been some crazy games and stuff that has went on, but the bottom line is New England now seems to me to really be clicking on all cylinders and showing that they're after all the nonsense for the first six weeks, they seem to be the team that that's you know the most equipped to go on a run here. So the Dolphins have their hands full as far as being able to compete against the New England Patriots and for this division. Well, we'll see how well, it that's shakes what out. Aggravating when they pulled out a few wins the last few weeks that should have yeah. been losses. That's what aggravates you because you know eventually. They're gonna pop. They're gonna snap out of it. They always. Boy, do. you hit that on the head. Oh, did you hit that on the head? That's exactly right, Rich. I mean, you see it, and you and you feel like they had a good opportunity to lose a couple of those ball games, and they wind up squeaking yep. it out. And now they're, you know, now they're clicking in gear, and you're gonna look back at those games and be like, it could have been this, but now it's that, you know. And you can really exactly. see them going on a run. Very discouraging, very aggravating, yep. and very discouraging. I, I agree with you. I was thinking the same thing when it comes down to that. But, um, you know, it is what it is, and the Miami Dolphins – listen, the Dolphins were the playoff team last year. So you give them credit over the Buffalo Bills, and you feel that they're going to have an opportunity to, to make a little bit of a noise in this division. Now, whether or not you're going to be able to do anything, you have to beat the Patriots. It's as simple as that. I'm not saying you can't split because I don't think they're going to sweep them like Jarvis Landry, you know, guaranteed at the beginning of the season. But you can sweep somehow... the Jets. Let's be uh, let's yeah. slow it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So <laughs> you, always, you always have your 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 poetic uh, <laughs> way of putting things. But you know oh, what? You're on. absolutely we, right. We played one division game twice, right? And we didn't even sweep <laughs> yeah. that one. And it's the worst yeah. team in the division. And now we're talking no, about sweeping the Patriots? Slow it down, you know? No, I agree with you. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying that's what the man predicted. I'm not saying they're going yeah. to do it. Um, but, you know, I'm also saying that you do have to beat them one time if you think you're going to win the division. You're not going to lose to them twice and think you're going to win this division. So, There's you know, no at a certain yeah. point. And you, you actually, you probably have to sweep the Bills. Oh, yeah, I think you're right about that. Uh, you know, that that's going to be just as tough to do. I mean, you're going to yeah, have a hard time with the Bills. You can't split the whole division. you got to sweep the Bills here. I don't you see know? it happening, you but I hope it sweep does. The Patriots. Yeah, I mean, you better. I mean, if you sp- if you go 3-3 three and three in the division, it's uh, or, you know, is that what it is? Yeah, 3-3, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't go 3-3. Three and three. You, you can't. 
You got to have a winning record in this division, and I don't think you're going to sweep the, sweep the Patriots. So you better sweep the Bills. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, and I, like I said, I don't necessarily see that happening. But I think you're right. I think uh, oh, you know yeah. you, you're and we did it last year, but you know, I mean, you know, squeaked it by. But you know, I don't know. What do we do last year? We swept the Bills and the Jets, but we lost both games so, right? to the Patriots, we right? Lost both games to the Patriots, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did well, we split with the Bills again? Did we split with the Bills again? I know we beat the Jets twice. I know that for sure. Yeah, we beat the Jets twice. I'm trying to think of both Buffalo Bills games. I'm not 100% sure on whether or not we we swept them. For some reason, I'm thinking that we maybe didn't. Um but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll check on that. Um, but you know, I I don't know. I think that uh, if if the Dolphins are not able to do that again, you know, your ba- I, I, it comes down to what are the Patriots going to do, right? I mean, what, are the, are the Patriots going to be able to you know to sweep their division? Well. You know, I, I bet they beat the Jets twice. And yeah, when's the last time Buffalo beat them? This has got to be a long time. It's been time. a while. It's the it's it's the same thing. It's um, they play them well all the time, right? But at the end of the day, who well gets the victory? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, it's one of those things. You look up. There's seven minutes left in the game, and Buffalo's up by six. They lose by by one point, right? <laughs> it's always yeah, the case. Yeah. Absolutely. So you know, when I look at that. You know, I have my doubts. I, I really do. And and they they should have lost to the Jets this time around. But does that mean that the Jets show up in a big way against them? You know, I, I think not. No, probably not. And the Dolphins did yeah. beat the Bills twice last year, Rich. They uh, won in overtime, second to last game of the year to complete the sweep. So right. they were so, able yeah, to so do we it. Did go, yeah, we lost to the – right. We, won, we were 4-2 and two in the division last year. Yeah, so uh, – yeah, that's a big thing. It's it, it, it's a huge factor on whether or not uh, you are able to, um, you know, it's, it's a huge factor on whether or not you are able to to do anything, you know. So well, that's why you know that that's why that the first loss against the Jets was brutal. That we didn't show up for that game. That was that was a brutal loss because here's a team that was picked to win four games this year, and we go in there and lay an egg. Yeah, that's that's bad. It is bad, but you have to when look at the way the Jets the end, have played. I know, but when you get to the end of the year, I mean, that's one of those things you're going to look at and just shake your head. You may think so, but I think there's other games that you will. Because to be quite honest with you, when you look at the way the Jets played the Patriots and you look at the way the Jets have been playing, listen, there's no doubt about it. They're a much better team than people prognosticated them for at the beginning oh, of the year. But there are they other are, teams. They are. But they're still not a playoff team, and it's a team that you shouldn't no. be able to handle in your own division. They're, they're not a playoff team. I no. agree with that. No. But but there's still teams that, you know, I think when you look back at this season, you know, that, there's probably going to be other games that you're going to be you're like, well. Josh McNown be throwing touchdown passes at you at will. It's pretty bad. And yesterday, was there were some pretty bad gaps in the beginning of that game, too. There was, you know, but they did the same thing. To... Be a lot better. Yeah, you're making this team look a lot better than they are, too. But they did the same thing to the Patriots the week before. Josh McCown did the same thing. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. So it's not just, you well, know, they're, they're, they're playing well. The worst de- yeah, they had a bad – whether it was their worst ranked defense in the league up until yesterday, the Patriots. Yeah, were, I, I mean – ranked 31 out of 32. So they had their issues also. Right. 
But you still have to give McDowell some credit. He's played played good yeah. football. It's not just like you know that the Dolphins were just stunk it up. Like he's he's played good football well, up to that point. You know? Let's be honest. They, they they that was one of the most inept performances I've ever seen in my life. What the Dolphin defense yesterday? The, no, no, no. The second game against the Jets. That was a, oh, that was a team. That was one of the most that was one of the most oh. inept performances I've ever seen a team play. And I, oh, I blame absolutely. the whole organization for that, top to bottom. I blame somebody who was a peanut vendor that wasn't even there. That, yeah, no, no, you're was, right about that. Totally unprepared for that. Totally unprepared. No, you're right for that about game. that. I'm, I mean, they, yeah. that would, but listen, let's let's be honest. They had two back-to-back stinkeroos. They were terrible yeah. in London. They yeah, got shut it. out by the Saints. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying the Saints right. are terrible, but yeah. twenty to nothing—they—they they were twenty to nothing—and that doesn't even begin to to tell you the story. They were we turned around the season, that. you know. We, yeah. we turned around well, the same season. Well, we have a tendency to do that. We have a tendency to to <laughs> end team seasons and then you know and give them new life as well. So yeah. you know, it it kind of goes both ways. So um, you know, it, it was it's a strange season. We've said that many times. There's a lot of things going on this year. Um, certain teams seem to be getting informed, but you know what the ironic part is, and it's a little aggravating, is the teams that seem to be getting it together now, at least to me, are the favorites, and that aggravates me a little bit because I think that Pittsburgh yep. and New England it's are starting to gel a little too. bit. 100%. And that aggravates me because you thought 100%. that maybe this was going to be a little bit more wide open. Pittsburgh still going on, though. You know, Pittsburgh still has a lot of drama going on. But it, it didn't convert onto the field last week, and I have a feeling that it's not anymore. Not saying they're a great team, but in all honesty, those two teams seem to be the top teams in the in the AFC, for sure. The Patriots and right the Steelers. Yeah. And, 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 and you would hope that there would be more of a change of the guard. So we'll see how it plays out. But, you know, that, that's, the, that's the part that's a, it's a little upsetting to me. All right, we're going to break down the, uh, the Jets game, uh, you know, and, and, and dissect it and see, you know, where the Dolphins need to improve. And we'll address a little bit more on uh, this quarterback situation. Uh, just a reminder, uh, you can uh, hit us up at uh, Pacatello Show at yahoo.com and we'll uh, get some questions and comments and stuff like that and start um, addressing that in our last segment. And uh, we'll give a little shout-out to our friend in uh, Boise, Idaho, um, who uh, has, uh, you know, reached out to us, Kurt Caldwell, and a little special request as the Dolphins beat the uh, New York Jets kind of puts us in a little bit of a New York groove. Hi, this is former Miami Dolphin Jim Crash Jensen, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone to wood flooring, Iberia has the solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. 
And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello. Miami Dolphins legend show, Pacatello, Rich Van Zant coming at you live as the Miami Dolphins beat the New York Jets 31-28, improved their record to 4-2, and two, uh, solidify themselves as a solid second-place team in the division as the New England Patriots continue to uh, get into gear and, and almost shift into power drive now from what I've seen, and I think that they're going to be a very difficult team moving forward. Uh, Rich, let's break down this, this Dolphin-Jet game a little bit. Um, we've said first off that Jay is like feast or famine. I don't know how you rate this. There wasn't a lot there. I think he wound up with something like 50 yards or close to that on the day. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's always it's, it's that or it's a hundred and you know, 60. So, but I thought he got some tough yards today or yesterday. And, uh, you know, obviously getting into field goal range was a big deal and he kind of helped that a little bit. He had a hard 50 yards, if that makes sense. Yeah. The field is a disaster. We'll get to that in a second. Oh yeah. Good point. Good point. But, you know, know, we'll we'll just, we'll get onto that right away. But, you know, look, the Jets were stacking the box. They were like, they had seven guys in the box most of the time to stop him. You know, and the reason they do that is because nobody's afraid of color. Nobody's afraid of color beating you. And, you know, a guy, you know, if you have a competent quarterback at that point, when they stack the box, you check off and, and you make them pay for that. But Cutler couldn't do that. Now, when Cutler got hurt, you know, we're, we're talking about, was, that was like third quarter, right? When he got yeah. hurt? Mm-hmm. Before, after halftime. You yeah. know, I th- I think that like you know I I think they went away from that box thing. I think they went away from trying to just stop a and they they still couldn't stop more. And I think a gained some more yards, you know, in, in big spots there. But you know that's that's the problem. You stock the box with seven, you're not going to run. But then it should open up the passing game. But when they don't fear the passing game, you know you're gonna hear a lot of trouble there. Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you're saying there, except I don't think that they changed it going on when Matt Moore came in. I agree that they did stack the box, and that's the way they've been playing against us for many times. They've been doing that for the last few years, and Matt Moore ate them alive in New York last year when they did it. But that's what they do, and I don't think that Matt Moore qualifies to them as the quarterback you have to worry about. 
So they may change their their uh, you know their scheme when they're playing a top quarterback in the league. But it, for the most part, it seems like that's what they do. But let's face it, that's their forte. It's always been their top thing in the last ten years. That's what they've been so good at. They've always been very very solid and, and physical up front. And and that hasn't really changed. And so they can stop your run. They've done it many, many times. And you're right. If you have a quarterback that could check off, you could do some stuff. But I didn't see them change that scheme. And to be quite honest with you, I didn't really see Ajayi open up too much in the second half. But he did have a couple runs here and there. But uh, for the most part, I would attribute it to them getting a little tired and the field being a little rough. And, you know, there was a couple times when the hole opened up there. But, um... You know, but that that's what they did, and that's what they'll continue to do. So, yeah, I guess that's why he did have 50 yards on the day, you know. Yeah, they, they have a big problem with the field. And, you big know, I was, I was reading a lot about it. That new roof Buffing. they have there. <laughs> You're going to love this one. The right. new roof only allows sunlight like a few hours a day. And, you know, anybody who knows about, you know, putting sod down, in, in the landscaping business, it's very hard to go grass in the dark. If you don't have sunlight, they're not. It's not going to take root easily, especially now, when you're you playing that, two games a week on it. Is that because yeah, the sun it doesn't only get enough shines? sunlight to take root? Is yeah, that because it, the sun only shines when it's like right over on top of it? You're saying like the sun's not going to yeah, shine. Yeah, it's like the angles of the yeah the, the sunlight because of the shadows because of the new roof. It's not getting enough sunlight. Hmm, that's a problem. So, yeah. That's, yeah, it's a big problem. I mean, they had that problem in the Astrodome back in the day, you know, when they tried to grow regular grass in there, and, and then, you know, it died, obviously, because you couldn't get oh, it. Oh, is that right? At a certain point, the Astrodome yeah. had grass in it? Yeah, it had, it, when it first that. opened up, it had grass, yeah, it had grass in there, and uh, it, I believe it was a clear roof in the beginning. And then they couldn't see the fly ball. They painted it white. Then they had to change it again. And then, yeah, as soon as they painted the roof, that was the end of the, that was the end of ever seeing, you know, you know, ever had grown grass in there. And that's why they call that astroturf because it was artificial surface, you know. Right. Right. They didn't have right. anything like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they had grass that when it first opened up and it died. Yeah. It's hmm, true story. Interesting. Now, but but sunlight or no sunlight, I mean, they just put this sod in, right? So it wouldn't have even helped it, even if they did have good sunlight. Yeah, right? supposedly I mean, a new a, a new thing. But remember, when they put when they put sod on a field like that down, you know, like when you buy it for your house, it's like that little little rolls like that. Yeah. These, these rolls are like you know ten yards wide, so you can't, okay. it, it shouldn't come up like it did yesterday. It got wet and muddy and it didn't take root. So like when they have those big rolls, when they do a field, it's gigantic rolls that have to be put down by trucks, you know, to, to unroll, and, you know, okay. it's, 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 you know, so it's so heavy, you're not going to kick it up. You can't put little strips down like, like, you know, like homeowners do, you know, sure. it's not like that, you. but, but when, you know, when you, you remember, it's a different surface than the grass we have around here. It's a lot of sand that, you know, takes longer to root. Plus, you know, if it rains and they play that like the day before, it's going to be like that. But they said that the problem they're having with it is, you know, is the sunlight issue. Now, right. I don't know how you fix that, uh, you know, because it is kind of a transparent roof. So I don't know yeah. if they, you know, if they have to put mirrors on there, almost like, you know, like almost like, you know, how you're sunbathing, uh, you know, yeah. in 1950 in Brighton Beach. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know no, I don't know how you, how you, se- you know, you solve that problem, but uh, the guy in the they either have kid. to change, you know, <laughs> but they have to, you know, they basically have to, 
they have to either change what kind of grass they're using, which, you know, I don't know how it's going right. to react to the tropical right. weather down there, but they have to come right. up with something. I mean, the last case scenario is you're not, you're not going to have a natural service anymore if this keeps right. up. They're going to they're gonna have to go to the field turf. Right. There's a Sid the human sundial, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 He died of skin cancer 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. I mean, the field was terrible, and it's something that they're going to have to get into shape. Um, you yeah, know, what, what I heard was they changed the kind of grass that was, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, you know, I always heard a little timid of that. I don't know what they changed it to, but that could be some of the issue too. I mean, the color on it was atrocious, and the color looked like it. You know, you know what I used to do. I used to be a landscaper. That color looked like it wasn't getting enough sunlight. You know, it was right. that. It was almost like that dead right before it turns brown look. You know, right. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was yeah, a real they, weak color of green. Yeah, absolutely, and. uh I'm sure everybody appreciates your resume from when you're a kid. Uh, now, you know, move, moving forward now, on the offense, uh, you know, Jai seems like, uh, you know, he he like I said, he battled there a little bit. Offensive line still seems like it's you know it's got some injury problems. How how worried are you there? I mean, Pouncey came in questionable with a concussion, and then he wound up getting hurt in another way. Um, you know, and then you could see there's some effects of that when Steen went in the center there. Um, you know, how, effect, how how concerned are you with this offensive line moving forward? Well, I'm not thrilled about it. What's your story with Tunzel? He got hurt too. Yeah, yeah, he did. He got banged up. He never I don't came know. Back. I have, yeah, I, I haven't gotten a, an update on that injury. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's I mean, a bad one like, too. Not because I'm in love with Tunzel. It's we don't have another left tackle. That's what the bad part is. Well, being in love with him and then, uh, you know, obviously just thinking that he's doing a decent job, which he is. I mean, you know, uh, you see, you look at things from a different perspective. You look at things basically from uh, where we drafted the guy, who we could have had instead of him, wearing a gas mask. As you, did, you know, I, I know how you look at things, so you know, and I understand that. But from the same token, you know, I'm I'm looking at it basically that you know the guy has been he's been good. You know, I'm not going to say he's been fantastic, but you know he's certainly been good. And so, what does that mean as far as like moving forward? Obviously, that's that's a big you know injury that you have to uh, you know, get past. Because we don't have a left tackle. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I, I agree with that. Um, I just think that, uh, you know, the, the the Dolphins seem like that was a part of the Jay Cutler thing, I think, as well. Like, I don't think he felt comfortable enough trusting that offensive line, where I think Matt Moore had a lot more trust in his receivers and in his line. And so he would, you know, he would throw balls where they need to be. He would hold on to the ball a little bit longer. You know, he's he's going to do some things that – you know, Cutler didn't do. Um, but, Rich, do you agree with what I said when I heard about the Gase, uh, the way that he basically commented on, you know, he's probably not going to be ready. You know what I mean? I, I kind of read that. That's my starting quarterback. I don't think he's going to be okay for Thursday. But that's my starting quarterback. <laughs> well, he's a stubborn guy. There's no way he's going to admit that he's wrong because he's wrong. Right. I mean, right. this move should have been made at halftime in a check game, the first check game, not yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Anybody with, with you know anybody that's not in you know in delusional city knew that this move had to be made. I mean I don't I, I'm not cheering that Cutler got hurt. 
but but you know it's long overdue that Moore's playing. And you know what you saw yesterday. Moore's a better quarterback than than Jay Cutler is at this point. There, there's no argument there. He's got more poise. His ball's better, and he runs his team better. I mean, you saw this team wake up when he got in there. Yeah, I mean, but there's a couple you saw of a transformation. But you know, I think. True. But you know, here's the other thing. They say Cutler's going to be out two, three weeks. Yeah. I just saw that before we got on the air. He's got multiple yeah. room fractures. Yeah, that's what I said, yeah. Yeah. That's so he's going to be out show. in three weeks. It, it, now, you're going to tell me that no matter what Moore does, they're going to just hand the keys back to Cutler? No, that's what, I, that's what I brought up to you. I think what's going on here is I think you're going to get a couple weeks reprieve, right? Um, obviously, Gates doesn't have to worry about this while he's out. Now, if – if Matt Moore plays fantastic, and they have some tough games coming up, right? I mean, you have obviously you, you have the Ravens game, which is is going to be a tough game. Okay, I mean, you know, there's there's no taking away from that. And then I think you have the Raiders, so you have a couple really tough games. You know, yes. now if you're able to win these games, or you know, you know, where, what does that leave? I mean, you have a quarterback controversy. Does he does he then go for him? I, you know, I it's it's really going to be interesting because he seems to me that as of right now, he's going to stick with his his guns and say Cutler's going to be my guy. Well, it may be an easy way out for him. Just you know, if Moore plays very well, he's not gonna he's not gonna have a controversy anymore. He's not he, he's not gonna be able to go back to Cutler if Moore keeps winning. Well, we'll see. I mean, uh, this is the same guy who said one hundred percent, not ninety nine, one hundred percent. You heard it. I heard it. You know. I I mean, you know. Playing well, winning is one thing. You're talking about a couple of games. I I think it's going to be more interesting than you think, and we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. I think that Cutler, you know, he, I, I I was interested to see how he get, you know, was he going to be able to click a little bit better and get it into gear. I saw some promise of that, but then, you know, you obviously think that Matt Moore, you know, well, you said it throws a better ball, has more control of the offense. And you've seen the receivers, especially Landry, responding to him in a big way. There's no question. I mean, Cutler's been as bad. I mean, that, that pick that he threw yesterday in the goal line is inexcusable. I mean, that looks like something Mark Sanchez would do. I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous. Really, though. No. That's an embarrassment, you know, plays like that. So don't tell me that Cutler can still play this game. It's over. You start doing that, it's time to go away. Wow. You know, I mean, that's something you don't see. I mean, come on. You can't get picked off at your own one-yard line. That, that's terrible. No uh, <laughs> no solace for coming back 17 points the week before in Atlanta? Nothing? You know, yeah, I give him a little bit of credit, but it was, you know, it wasn't all him. You know, there, there's a reason we were down 17 points. I mean, he was a net for three and a half quarters. Yeah, but how do you really feel? <laughs> well, uh, as I said, I, yeah. you, you would have benched him too in New York. I mean, he was ridiculous yeah. in that game. If we well, benched him at halftime in New York, I think we could have beat the Jets that game before it got because it wouldn't have got out of control like that. Yeah, yeah. I think what it comes down to, in all honesty, is I think it starts off with when you get a guy that most people felt was not 
as good as the guy you had there ready to go. And I think you've also seen that with Tannehill and the way he is, how close he is with Moore and how involved he became in that offense when Cutler went out. You well, know? Let's be honest. Pat, let's be honest. AHK's his guy, right? Yes. Cutler. And yes. there's also 10 million other reasons he's playing. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt about it. You're not going to bench the and guy paying him $10 million. I mean, and that's, that's on what the short it is. End of it. Not yeah, only is that right. on the short end of it, but this injury may help them, too, because now he probably can't get to some of those incentives that would have gotten him up to $14 million. I don't know exactly what they are, something. but... <laughs> I don't know what the incentives were, but it don't look like he can reach any incentive this year. Unless it was well, games be- played. Well, don't be so sure now, because even though you're losing games like that, I mean, it could be simple statistics and stuff. And you're right, games played might be one of them. But missing two to three games might take a lot of that off the table. But if you yeah, but if, it, if, it's rigid, if it's stat rigid, I don't know how much, you know what I mean, how low will the bar could they have set for incentives? Well, if you throw for 250 yards a game. But right? he's not. He's not even well, doing that, though. He's been well, under two, most of them. Yeah, most of them he has. But, you know, if you average it out, I'm just saying, like, even in losing efforts, there's a lot of garbage time. There probably oh, there's was. Garbage time, but but he's, not, he's not exactly – we're not losing. He's not throwing for 350. It's, no, don't he's get, not don't doing that. His, his, uh, well, his stats at halftime are 32 sometimes. You're right. You're right. But don't be surprised if some of those incentives were just really gimmies that don't count against the cat. That he was he's gonna get, you know what I mean? Showing up for showing up for a meeting five minutes early, I'll give him that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, so you, I don't you, think there's any kind of incentive this guy can get. If they wrote anything that he that's obtainable <laughs> for him the way he's playing, they should be fired. Whoever wrote the contract. <laughs> well, you know who wrote the contract. <laughs> yeah, that's one. That's one of the reasons there's a problem. <laughs> no doubt about it. You know, uh, one one on, a, on, a, on another note. Um, I think the best off-season move seems to be Cody Parkey. I didn't think it was going to be, but this kid's been pretty darn good. <laughs> he yeah, really I have some points there. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm surprised, yeah. but. Yeah, you know this, this kid really has been pretty good, so I gotta hand it to that because I that, I felt bad for Franks. That was a rough move, but in all honesty, this kid's been playing pretty well, and he's hit. Some yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. I mean, we haven't. I mean, we we really only he's only he's got he's six for six on field goals. I mean, he's got one a game basically. You're never in field goal range. Yeah, you know it's not, it's either we have it's all or nothing really. It's a touchdown yeah. or we punt, right? I know it really adds. And the punting is a lot more, a lot more. Uh, <laughs> punting happens a lot more than the touchdowns. That's for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So you know, we'll see. I mean, it, it, like I said, I don't think the record dictates the way the team's been playing. But there's so many other times when you play really well and your record doesn't dictate that either. So hey, look, I'm not complaining. I'm, right sh- I'm shocked we're four and two the way this team plays. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're very lucky. Very this lucky. team should not be foreign to the way it's played. There's no, no. doubt about it. And uh, you know, and now that Matt Moore is your quarterback, it's going to be interesting to see when you get to the eighth game of the season where you stand, right? So we'll see. All right, let's take a quick break, yeah. and now we'll come on back and we'll wrap it up. Hi, this is John Alfredall, number 56, the old Miami Dolphin linebacker. You're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by... Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. 
Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone to wood flooring, Iberia has a solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello. Didn't, didn't he have three last yesterday? 
No, now it's two and a half. I guess they knocked it down. Yeah. So I guess he had two and a half yesterday, and that made it six of the year. Listen, you can say all you want, but you know as well as I do, the man disappears a lot for games. So does every other pass rusher, pal. You know, it's not just sacking him. It's it's about, you know, getting in there and causing havoc, too. You know, especially, you know, at the beginning of the year, too, he was getting no help on the other side. You're double-teaming him. He's not going to get to the quarterback. Okay, so, I mean that's fair. You know, I I, I like Cameron Week. I, I'm hard on him. I'm, you know, but I I do like him. It's just I I just feel like the strength of this team was supposed to be, you know, the uh, well, the, it was the, before the we let Olivier line. Vernon go. We had we're, we had what was making going to be the best defensive ends in the league, and then they let Vernon go. I mean, look, I wouldn't have gave him seventy million dollars, but again, they waited too long. They didn't have to give him seventy million dollars. They could have kept him for a lot cheaper if they just did the right thing. But they always yeah. let these contracts become problems, and they're doing yeah, it again with number 14. And they're doing it right now with 14. They're playing games. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, and I don't like the way that's going to turn out because we both know how no, that's going to turn out. No, it's not going to turn out how we're going to like it. I mean, you know, he's our best receiver we have. He's he's something that comes along once in a blue moon. You get this guy, what, we, what a third-round pick we got this guy? Yeah. yeah Second and third-round pick. Best, it wasn't a first-round pick. And you're going to let him the go. the best pick they've had. Yeah, you're gonna let him go, and you'll be then you'll be like grabbing these guys in the first round that stink. You know, I could see it coming from a mile away. Yeah, I mean, let's face it; they didn't even want to sign Stills. They did everything they could to let him no. go, and you know, it's I pretty know. obvious that Stills is a big play receiver. I mean, he he There's makes no some big plays. Hey, look, look at the other guy they ran out of town, right? The big bust of our first round years ago, right? Had 146 yards and two touchdowns yesterday for the Saints. Ted Ginn Jr. Everybody's, remember, that was the worst draft pick in history. Yeah? Anybody else they wanted to take bad out of the league for seven years. You know, I, and to this day I say, um, you hear all these draft busts. That guy has been in the league now for 11 years, I believe. He's been to what, yep. two Super Bowls. He's been the yep. starting receiver, if not the number one receiver, on two Super Bowl teams. He's a fantastic yep. punt and kick returner. I mean, boy, he's still as fast as he was. Like that. Yeah, yeah, he's I still know. as fast as he was, too. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but, no you, know, you still got these morons. I, I, I really heard somebody say, well, the Dolphins should have taken Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn was out of the league before I was done blowing my nose after the draft. I mean, what yeah. good is that? Oh, there's no doubt. That would have sent us back five, six team. years. I, I can't gonna, believe somebody still made that argument. I heard that recently. I'm like, yeah, if you're, if you're going to pick a play, I mean, that's not the argument. Like, you don't pick another bust to say you should have no, taken this I mean, bust instead of that bust. I mean, listen, there's been mistakes you know, that they've made. It wasn't a bust. We didn't use him properly. Yeah, he had problems catching the ball, but we still don't have a, a punt returner as good as he was. No, and he was also young, very young. I mean,. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. he had given him some time to mature. He was, you know, had the worst coaching staff imaginable, basically. Terrible. Cameron in a 1-15 season. And then even after <laughs> yep. that, you know, it yeah. didn't get that much better that quick, you know. I mean, it, you know, I, I I agree with you. I mean, I think this guy was, you know, a tie, far from the bust that they want to make him out to be. I mean, you got plenty more. Anybody, anybody they're going to argue that we should have taken it instead is long gone. So yeah. your argument doesn't work, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I agree. I've said, you know, and Parcells gets a big pass, big pass. But you cannot argue the fact that you had the first pick in the draft and there's 
arguably two Hall of Fame quarterbacks taken, you know, in the first round of that. You can't. But Matt Ryan is, is you know, that's a huge blunder because you needed a quarterback. And you, you didn't take him. I mean, you passed on him. And you could say, well, he, should have. he went number three, right? That's a huge mistake. Went number two That's, or three. Yeah, it was a huge yeah. mistake. Absolutely. Huge mistake. Yeah. But you never hear that. Yep. Nobody ever brings that up. I have not heard that one time, you know, uh, to knock, you know, Parcells. And you know, what, Chris, you know what I really think? I really, I really believe in, in my heart that people still don't even associate Bill Parcells with the Dolphins. Like, they I act agree. like that never happened. You know, I agree. That's like they, people, they, people never give Michael Jordan a hard time for you know playing like crap with the Wizards. Nobody remembers that ever happened. Rich, you're right. But you know what the funny thing is? They don't seem to find a way to give him credit for turning a 1-15 season around, though. They completely no, forget no, he was right. there and don't give him any credit. Yeah. But they use that for his benefit when it becomes. And listen, I don't hate Bill Parcells. I know you don't like him. I don't hate him. I mean, I respect what the guy did. And I certainly respect the fact that his, his tree of coaches is phenomenal. Maybe the best that there ever was. I mean, it's great. It's up in Bill Walsh's stature, you know. And, and you yeah. know. Let's not forget, you know, Belichick, all these guys, right? I mean, so the, the, I don't, I don't discount that. But the bottom line is, he really didn't do such a great job, you know. Certainly in Miami, and you know, you can make the argument for Dallas, you know, but you, you know, he just didn't do a great job. He certainly didn't. Like, well, that's not his job. That's a, you know, we no, did a, we did a full Jackson. We we brought yeah, in somebody yeah, exactly. who never did what we're asking him to do. Yes, you're 100% right. This guy's one of the greatest coaches of all time, and we're all saying, you didn't do a great job in the front office. Well, you know what? I needed a Michael Jordan. That's not what I do. He's a coach. Yeah. A coach is a coach. You know, you know, it doesn't mix. Like, you don't think – you hit it on the head. It's a Phil Jackson move. So, I, you know, discount that for him and, and whatever. But it's still, it, it is what it is. And, you know, as far as the uh, – the, the the Miami Dolphins and, and the setbacks and stuff, you know, that were there, there's been a lot of them. And I feel that this team right now has has some things that are, you know, looking pretty good, but it seems like they just keep shooting themselves in the foot in the front office. And they're doing yeah, it again with Parcells, Ramsey, like you said. Part, well, Barcelos' first two picks, you know, to, to run the team, I mean, Sperano and Ireland, that was, that was two mistakes right there. Yeah. One wasn't yeah. ready, and one was terrible. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, Sperano, you know, had a lot of success early, but you know, what do you attribute that to? If he, you know, he wasn't they ready. To, uh, they settled to Chad, you know, without Pennington, it never happens. Yeah, because he was like a coach almost. Right. He was exactly. pretty much like an offensive coordinator. That was real. Yeah, they really fell into gold with him. I mean, if he would have stayed healthy, that would have been great. But, you know, he was basically a, a gun for hire, but he was such an intelligent, smart quarterback that, that you're right, that took a lot of the pressure, I guess, off of, uh, you know, off of everything that, you know, you've seen. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's hard to, hard to say, you know, if, uh, uh, you know, if he would have stayed healthy where that, that team would have went. But it seems like, you know, you, you get good and then you kind of, you know, keep going, you know, downhill or whatever. And well, you still right back to mediocrity after it was after that season. Yeah. You never it built is. on that season. You went right back to where you started from. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's why this year is such a, uh, a huge year, you know, because um, – 
I, I, I think that uh, if you if you have uh, a team that makes the playoffs, but yet you know loses in the playoffs, I think coming back legitimizes that. You know, that's why I said to you, especially with the quarterback situation, making the playoffs again is huge. Even if you don't somehow win that playoff game, just legitimizing yourself as a two-year playoff team with your starting quarterback out, that's a big thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I got you. I got you all that. But it doesn't really seem like there's a progression like I'm building. It just doesn't seem like if you get to the playoffs, the next year you win one, and the next year you get the championship game, there's and not. then eventually you win a Super Bowl. It just seems like you stink, you win a Super Bowl, and then you stink again. That happens more than if you if you keep making the playoffs, making the playoffs, making the playoffs and win. It doesn't seem like that happens. No, it's not, but when's the last time you made it two years in a row? There's no question. Yeah, there's no yeah, question. So I, I got you. I, I want it too. But, you know, I, I like to win a playoff game one of these years too. Yeah, you know, I know. I, 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 I would like to say, well, what are you doing for wild card weekend? Well, we don't really have to pay attention because we're off this week. Wouldn't you like to hear that? That we don't yeah. have to travel to Pittsburgh, you know, or we don't have to travel somewhere else, you know, on, on wild yeah. card weekend. Yeah. It'd be nice to have a home playoff game one of these times. All right, Rich, we're going to read you uh, – I got a question for you. Rick from Deerfield Beach. He wants to know depending on how the Miami Dolphin quarterback situation pans out this year, where does Ryan Tannehill stand if he's healthy next year? Is it still his team? Yeah, it's his team. No, no, it doesn't matter what happens. There's nobody in here that's going to unseat him. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I think if anything, it's almost solidified his job a little bit more yeah. the way it's turned yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, he's looking better and better as, as the time goes he on. He really is. I think more and more people are appreciating him <laughs> than yeah. they did before the season started, you know, with the way no uh, that it, that it's gone in there. Um, yeah, you know, when you look around, and we've talked about this, when you look at that draft, Boy, I mean, who would have thought Andrew Luck and Ryan Tannehill both missing an entire season in the middle yeah, in the time of their like, career? It looks like Luck. To, it definitely, yeah, definitely Tannehill's out for the year. Luck doesn't have any timetable for a return now, and then the guy that was was picked in between them, RG three, is out of the league. I know. It, it's it's crazy. It really is. But Brandon Whedon's on a team. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. That's really nuts. The first one cuts that. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they'd be crazy to bring Andrew Luck onto the football field this year. I mean, I don't know exactly what's wrong with him, but, you know, where are they going? I mean, to risk that, you know, I think would be a little nutty, you know. Complications on on shoulder surgery. Now, I don't remember him getting hurt. Well, do you remember it being an injury, or is it just something like a pitcher gets? I don't remember him being no. dropped on his shoulder. Right. I remember him. I remember them saying he had a shoulder injury, but I don't. They didn't really get too in depth yeah, of what now, it was. Yes, now they said now it's complications from surgery, which I never even. I thought they just rested him and it never healed properly. I didn't know he had off-season surgery. They must have kept that a big secret. What does that mean? Does that mean an infection? What does that mean? It could that mean a, a number of things. It could mean scar tissue. It could mean. It could be an infection. It could mean it, it's screwed up again. But they sh- they shut him down from throwing again. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't. It's crazy. I don't really like the way that sounds. And uh, you no. know, for it, it's it's weird. It's like you know they had the same thing with Peyton Manning, and now they're going through it with Andrew Luck. <laughs> it's crazy. Very bizarre. You know how it ended with Peyton Manning. So 
we'll see. But uh, <laughs> so Luck's gonna go to the Denver Broncos with a Super Bowl? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you never know, man. <laughs> you never know. I wouldn't put it past it. You never know. Oh. <laughs> All right, as we come to the end here, uh, you go into uh, the Ravens. Tough place to play. Thursday night game, color rush. I mean, Matt Moore, uh, does this team continue where they left off, in your opinion, or are they going to struggle against this uh, Ravens team? Well, the Ravens aren't the Ravens that gave us fits the last decade. It's not the same team. They're not They're not a dominant team. I mean, they're, I think they're right, right around last place in that division, right? Yeah. I don't know what their record is. I think they're like Good two division, or three no. or something. Well, like Cleveland's that. in last place. Cleveland's in last Oh, yeah, I said, I said they're around last place. I didn't say they were in it. You know, yeah. obviously, 0-7, they're going to be in last place for the whole year. We understand that. <laughs> yeah. Just when anybody thinks it's bad in South Florida, just look in Central Ohio, see how that's going for you. You no, know, absolutely. it could always be worse, I guess. You know, because there's no well, daylight why. on the end of that tunnel. No, well, Rich, that's why I said. I mean, to be four and yeah. two with the situations, there must be something good going yep. on with this team inside somewhere. Yeah. There has to be, right, for it to be like that. I, you yeah, know? I would hope so. I would hope so. I mean, look, when you play, you know, as bad as we have in year four and two, you can't really complain. I mean, that's no. amazing. It's just that, you know, I just hope that we improve and we don't just, you know, take those games for granted. And those aren't some of the games that, you know, we end up being 8-8 eight eight with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. That's why I thought. On top of it. You know, that's why I thought going to If you keep playing like that, you're not going to have a winning record. You got away yeah. with it so far. But if you keep playing like that, you're going nowhere. That's that's yeah. for sure. But, Fair uh, enough. Good yeah, point. like I said, the Ravens aren't the Ravens anymore. Flacco's not playing like Flacco. They don't have a dominant running game like they used to have. The receivers aren't as dominant as they used to be. Defensively, they're okay, but they're nowhere near what they used to be. It's not like you have to worry about Ray Lewis and and uh, you know and and the cast of characters they used to have there. Yeah. But, uh, no. You know, I think Suggs is like probably the only one left, right? Mm, yeah, I mean, there might be a couple other guys like hidden in there, but that's the only big name that comes to mind for it's me too, big on the defense. Yeah, yeah, so. No, it, is the guy in the middle? It, it, it's not. It's a loud. It's a loud, hostile environment. It's going to be a Thursday night game. Anything can happen. But like again, it's not like you know. It's not like we're playing. Uh, you know, one of those Baltimore teams that won a Super Bowl. That's my point. Yeah. I hear you. I agree. It's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. So the Miami Dolphins on short rest will go to Baltimore, and, uh, you know, hopefully they can uh, maintain this winning record and, uh, you know, solidify themselves as a force. We'll see how it shakes out. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and we'll see you next week on the uh, Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Better go.